0: Welcome, everybody. Lee Henson-Hasty here, Senior Director of Theological Education Funds Development at the Presbyterian Foundation. Um, uh, That's a ministry of the Committee on Theological Education. I'm here on Leading Theologically with a board member of both the Presbyterian Foundation (laughs) and the Vice Chair of the Committee on Theological Education. This is my boss right here. My wife says he's her pastor, but he's he's my boss. I'm just I'm just joking. <laughs> Paul Roberts, the Reverend Paul Roberts, President Johnson C. Smith Theological Seminary. Um, you hear that laugh? And we're going to have so much fun today. Glad everybody let us know you're here. Um, we're going to have a lot of fun. We had lots of titles. Uh, Paul had a wonderful topic. What what are you working on? What was it? <laughs> it was. Well, it, it it
1: really is about my um my my evolution, my my uh, vocational evolution, and I I'm I'm trying to work with uh, what it means to be a priest. So I have this very long wordy topic. Oh, he's
0: he's thinking about pastoral leadership and some new. so like, we can talk. We can talk about anything. I finally just titled it a conversation with Paul Roberts because. It's going to be beautiful no matter what. Um, and I think if you don't know Paul, you'll see that soon. If you do know, you already know this. Um, and I'm just so grateful that you would be here. Paul, we'll, we will put in the, um, in the chat a link to uh, your bio, which you can find at uh, www.jcsts.org, Johnson C. Smith Theological Seminary. Um, but let me just uh, say, uh, besides serving on the Committee on Theological Education and the President Foundation Board, um, Paul is a writer, a preacher. He's a Princeton alum, where he studied um, business and economics. Right? Business? No, no. But you know, so you role.
1: you know, no offense to Princeton Theological Seminary, but I graduated from Princeton, Princeton University. University.
0: Yes, yes, Princeton, University.
1: and um, I studied architecture and oh. African American studies
0: right that's right right And then studied at the uh, Interdenominational Theological Center and Johnson C. Smith when it was embedded there um, for his master divinity degree um, in between uh, worked in New York City, right worked yep. in the city. I love that he was an architect. He's still an architect just a different kind of social <laughs> ecclesiological, you know, uh, architecture that you're building, I think. I'd love to talk about that, but i um, just so grateful. Uh, if you don't know John C. Smith, um, over 150 years, historically black um, theological school related to the Presbyterian Church USA. Um, and um, what a gift that has transformed in the last uh, 15 years under Paul's leadership. And we can talk more about that. I'm going to stop because I want him to talk. (laughs) And I want to start by, you know, this is a conversation with Paul Roberts and it should be more about Paul Roberts. Um, But I want to start by asking you uh, what Howard Thurman um, asked Katie Cannon and many others um, is when you're checking about your vocation and call, he asked, what is making you come alive. So Paul, what is making you come alive these days? I
1: love that question so much, Lee. Thank you. (laughs) Um, Actually, it is, it is, uh, what, what, what's making me come alive is, uh, um, tangential to the day-to-day work I do. And that is my yoga practice. Um, I've been, practicing um, hot yoga for uh, about four and a half years and um, the impact of that practice on my heart, my mind, my body, and even my family. Uh, my, my, all, my wife and our three children, when they can, they practice yoga now um, and hot yoga specifically and it has been really life-giving for me um has uh has um helped me to to broaden my my sphere you know when you're when when you're in ministry and you love the ministry that you do it's very easy to be a bit narrow myopic um and uh the yoga has has uh, broadened my perspective and uh, introduced me to new people um, and helped me to think about my ministry, to think about ministry as a whole in uh, some different ways. Um, uh, Particularly, I I feel like I'm better able to draw the spirit-body connection.
0: Mm. Wow. And hot so specifically hot yoga you're in, you're pretty particular about that what what is the <laughs> and you're smiling <laughs> what is that about i'd love to know
1: so the hot yoga is a yoga that is practiced in a room that is a um, 105 degrees at 40% humidity Mm-hmm. So it very much feels like a sauna mm-hmm. and um, the style of yoga that I practice is called Bikram um, named after a yogi who uh, built up a very, very um, broad based successful practice decades ago. Um, he has uh, there have been allegations about his behavior in recent years. So they've changed uh, many people don't use his name anymore. They refer to it as the 26 and 2. So it's mm. 26 postures done twice in a room that is 105 degrees at 40% humidity. And what that does for me is um, help my focus. mm I mean, it's 90, it's a 90 minute practice, 26 postures done twice in that 90 minute period. And you can't get through it without a real strong sense of focus. Mm. And so I found that very um, helpful to my clarity um, day by day, by day, whether, whether it's a yoga day for me or not. And um, the heat uh, uh, is meaningful for me because you know lee i'm a florida boy <laughs> there you go um so i like heat i i can i can deal with humidity i like to sweat and i found just the just the uh amount of perspiration um um, um gives me it energizes me and I'm pretty sure that it helps me to eliminate, um, uh, you know, toxins or right.
0: whatever, um, there is in- Pro- probably chemically, spiritually, everything yeah. else. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. If you have to stay that fo- So I bet you, I, I've done a little bit of yoga. I don't, I'm not by any means, uh, can say I practice yoga. Um, I've sampled, I would say, but I bet 26 practices twice in 90 minutes, like there's a rhythm and you probably know the rhythm is is in a particular order that things go right. You can probably do it in your head, like boom, boom. Mm -hmm. There's a rhythm to that. It feels Mm -hmm. like,
1: yeah. It's the same 26 postures in the same sequence every time.
0: Yeah. Wow.
1: Um, As opposed to other types of yoga, um, like my daughter, Also practices vinyasa, Mm -hmm. which is a practice that flows and is designed by the instructor um, class after class after class. So every flow um, differs um, in, in the, with the 26 and two, it's the same sequence every single time. Mm -hmm. And uh, I find I like that. I practice vinyasa also, and I think it's, it's beautiful. Right. Um, But I like the uh, 26 and 2 because there are no surprises. I know what's coming. And at this stage in my life. (laughs) Yeah, you need to know. There is benefit to knowing in advance.
0: Right. Hydrate, (laughs) stretch, whatever it is. Yes. And you know know where the end is. You know, the end is where where the end is. I'm not a fan of meetings that do not have an end time. Right. Oh my goodness. We're, we're 30 minutes again, by the way, <laughs> actually less now. Um, so oh. 20. Um, that is beautiful. I'm remembering. Um, and I think there's somebody who's writing out this. I'm, I'm not sure how public it is, but I remember another president of a Presbyterian theological school who practiced yoga and in particular, with a group of people very different than that person. Um, (laughs) You're smiling, you know who this is. Um, But you mentioned it's with, you've got a new set of friends. And I wonder about that. I'm just, all of this, y'all focus. Um, This is very applicable, I think, to uh, hopefully a lot of folks who are listening, whatever kind of leadership role or life role you're in, um. So, but tell me about the f- other set of friends. Isn't that how did you say it? New yeah. new people in your life. Yeah, yeah. Um, the 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 studio
1: environment is a community.
0: Uh huh. Okay.
1: Uh, it's not folks who just show up and do their thing and go home. It's uh, it's community. And I, I appreciate that about my studio um, that, that uh, value around community is cultivated.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Wow. Um, uh, the, the core of yoga teachers, um, each of them is different. Each of them has a particular style and a particular giftedness, but one thing they all do well is they call everyone by name
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, in the context of the class itself, if there is a correction, the instructors are able to say, well, uh, Paul, maybe you want to hold your hand this way or or right. um, straighten your leg. Um, you know, something, some correction um, that is unique to me. So the attentiveness of the... Um, instructional staff kind of Mm -hmm. sets the tone for um, everybody engaging with everybody else. And that's of particular importance to me. That's a defining characteristic of the work that I do. That's a defining characteristic of the mission statement of Johnson C. Smith Theological. I was getting ready to say, this informs your mission. (laughs) Yes, this informs our mission Mm -hmm. and my sense of call. So... Um, to walk into the studio, like if I'm traveling, and uh, am unable to be in yoga for a week, 10 days, or whatever, right. I walk into the studio. And um, immediately I hear, hey, Paul, where have you been? And that right. could be from an instructor or from a, a person, you know, one of the other uh, classmates. Right. Um, I value that it feels good to be missed. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and so I value that. And I have, um, I have, I have learned that, uh, in casual conversation, I have a lot more in common with, with these people than yoga, Right, Um, you know, so it is, it has reminded me of the, uh, common journey and the importance of, uh, Relating to people beyond what you have immediately in common with them,
0: right? I know the the mission, John Z Smith' mission, really focused with an online platform for social justice, and um, I know there's preaching. There's you could, I'd love to hear m- more about kind of what y'all are working on. Uh, liberation theology, sort of at the center um, of this program. This seems what you're doing, though, is seems like a, a laboratory to sort of give some guideposts uh, for for leadership um, to understand um, maybe some things in some different ways. Are sort of like building from ground zero, which I think a lot of church leaders are are doing right now. I mean it's it's it's, it's not only not the same; it's 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 a whole church is just a whole different thing than it, than, it, than it once oh, was. It oh. looks, it looks like it used to look, <laughs> but I don't think it's the same. Yeah, I there's think been you're a, right. multiple pandemics, been happening uh, around us, and um, you know, this week I can't not say, you know, um, and pray for the people directly and and all of us indirectly affected by yet another school shooting. This time at a Presbyterian, not PCUSA, but still yet uh, uh, a uh, Presbyterian-related Christian school in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, And there's there's work, there's ministry to be done, (laughs) and it requires focus and centeredness. And that's right. You can't just you've got to be ready, and 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 it's hard work. And you know, I, I hear people with sort of, in a way, having trauma because this is reminding them of other traumas. You know, when things like this happen. So, um, I'm, I'm just thinking. Um, you're, I'm glad to hear this is giving you life because it's got to be something that you get in, incorporated. Tell me more about what's going on with Smith and what's what folks can, how folks can engage. Thank
1: you, Lee. Um uh, before I do that, I I I want to say thank you for mentioning the the most recent shooting. Um mm-hmm. I'm I'm not going to stay on my soapbox for long here, but um, you know, I join with you and so many others in praying for that community and
0: and uh, taking the next step too, right?
1: <laughs> and taking the next step.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Which for me is um um, being more assertive, hmm. in some way, I don't exactly know what that looks like at this point. But we have got to make our country safe for our children. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, f- for me, this is not merely a matter of um, right to bear arms, right. We're talking about the safety of our children. For crying out loud! Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we we we've got to do something. We've just got to do something. Mm-hmm. And people of faith, I think, have a very unique opportunity here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Um, so yes, thank you for for bringing that up. It's mm-hmm. uh, you're a parent. right Right. oh gosh can't even imagine and 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 you know these things are happening in places that uh, we're surprised about Mm -hmm. it it's like no place is immune Mm -hmm. so uh we've we've just got to find a way to do something and, and and it's this kind of uh, societal harm that powers the educational program, the curriculum of Johnson C. Smith Theological Seminary today. Mm-hmm. Um, we are we are um, heavily, as you stated, justice oriented. Uh, we've been fueled in our work by um, the tragic losses of Breonna Taylor mm. and George Floyd and Ahmad Arbery. And uh, the list goes on. I mean, before that right. Eric Garner and before that Eric um, Emmett Till. Right. Um, so there is, there is history here that has fueled the, uh, programming decisions of Johnson C. Smith Theological Seminary more than ever, more in these last ten years than ever before. I'm really proud of that, and yet I find it incredibly challenging and difficult and heart wrenching. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the role of the church and church affiliated organizations, in my in my opinion, to bear this pain and to find ways to address the issues from which the pain emerges. Right. And that's what we're trying to do. So our our mission statement is uh, advancing communities of faith, justice, and compassion through innovation and theological education. And there are um, um, strong emphases, as we've stated before, around what it means to be a vital, healthy Po- powerful, positive community. Mm-hmm. and We're talking about communities of different um, stripes and configurations. Um, and the curriculum that we're building is uh, hopefully, prayerfully um, um, feeding, you know, uh, strongly connected to those values and feeding those who want to take a more active role in addressing um ecclesial and
0: societal issues and and for students we're not just talking about we're not talking about folks seeking degrees we're talking about this can be it can be a teaching elder it can be a ruling elder it can be a young person it can be someone more senior in their years i mean there's entry points for everyone it's this is not it's not an application and 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 apply you know it's it's uh, come come be at the table. Right. That's
1: absolutely right.
0: Yeah. And yes. join us. And um, and you can be anywhere. Uh, that's the beauty of this. Right. Yes. <laughs> um, and there's synchronous and asynchronous uh, components or to to what your most of your engagement.
1: Yeah, we have we have um, offered both. The synchronous and the asynchronous, and we have uh, in the last twenty-four months spent more time on the synchronous learning. Mm -hmm. Um, Gets everybody
0: in the room when you do that, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes.
1: Everybody in on the same Zoom screen, (laughs) and uh, on those occasions when we bring people together physically in the same room or at the same location, eyeball to eyeball.
0: Right. Um. I think yeah, what a what a gift, and it feels like you know some people say, uh, and I kind of hear the psalmist crying out, "When, when?" You know, I mean, we've got to draw a line somewhere, and people want to say, I mean, we can draw that line ourselves by getting engaged, um, getting you know um, connected with others, working, doing this work, and getting the training because there's specialized training to really to really do this well um mm-hmm. it seems very contextual so it could prepare people no matter where they are what they're working on um together um and and i, th- I think it's yeah this is the, i'm reading uh gosh I've, I've just packed it up we're going to be joining each other together to have a little inauguration of a friend jose or azari is president <laughs> of Austin seminary later this week um but yeah we're very excited we're clapping our hands and smiling um and uh but I'm reading Huso Gonzalez's uh, history of theological education. And he says, absolutely. This is what the future of theological education looks like. Right. It's um, you, you're nodding. I think you've read this book. <laughs> I've read it
1: many times. I've had uh board, my board read it. Um, I, I, I think it's, <laughs> it's one of my favorites everybody should read it you know when we, when we began our as you said when we began our reinvention um, a lot of people said to me uh, when we announced that we were no longer offering the mm-hmm. master of divinity degree
0: mm-hmm.
1: how can you be a seminary Without an M div. Right. Um, Gonzalez yeah. walks. That's,
0: that's a recent invention, by the way,
1: historically. It's, a recent, right? it's an invention of the last century or so. Right.
0: And it's an invention of, of the Western world, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. But, you know, um, Gonzalez does a masterful job walking mm-hmm. the reader through. Two thousand mm-hmm. years. <laughs> Two thousand years of theological education. Yeah,
0: and he comes to this sentence: semi-monastic. That's what he calls it—the kind of dominant model. The semi-monastic model has become ever more difficult and even unsustainable. Um, I'm not. I'm not ready to let it go totally, but it's definitely not. For everybody. And then he goes on, and I think that you must have read this sentence. Just the just as the appearance of the printing press in the past led to significant changes in theological curricula, today the presence of the internet and other digitized digitalized resources forces us to rethink both curriculum itself and how it's taught. There it is. He's pointing there it is. There it is. <laughs> Whoop, there it is. <laughs> if you're wondering where y'all i told you we were going to have too much fun i bet time is almost gone what has happened yeah, I know what time it is. oh my lord um please thank you those who've joined us if there's comments let us know you're here um and uh, let me just say um we will keep talking here for a few more minutes love to hear from you i'm going to go ahead and say love to for you to subscribe and review our podcast leading theologically other theological leaders, just like Paul alongside. And uh, gosh, you know, I've had 60 episodes. I can't believe that. I'm always looking for others. Should I have had Paul much sooner. Um, my next guest is a wonderful leader. They're doing some amazing things in Charlotte. You know this, don't you? I don't know if you've heard about some of the reparations stuff they're doing. April 19th, uh, Jan Edmonston, she's a former General Assembly moderator. She's the executive presbyter there, a writer, blogger. Um, These are her words, loving the church enough to transform it. That's what she talks about. Um, And so we'll be talking about what they're doing. Uh, Raj Nadella, also Atlanta-based. He's at Columbia, will be with us talking about some post-colonial Bible work. Um, Chris Burton from Union Seminary at the end of May. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Sorry that's all right god may be calling don't turn it down (laughs) um he's uh, at the leadership institute at union and here's breaking news breaking news um i think from my last show uh one of my friends has convinced me uh to see if i could be a guest on my own show i gotta find somebody to interview me <laughs> this could be dangerous Oh, uh, so i'd love to get exciting. your feedback on that anybody but um today just so grateful to have uh, paul i'd love for you to give a benediction here um in a moment if you would but friends if there's any last questions that you have we'd love to hear them uh julie bailey um is uh here with us uh and she's, uh, uh, she says hi from Columbia Seminary. Uh, Wants you to know that our board, board member, Cece Armstrong represented well at the Senate meeting. That's good. Senate South Atlantic. So they must, is that, that must be happening. Um, so thanks for being here, Julie. What a bright light she is. Yeah. Yes. In her hearts. Um, uh, other, other things you'd like for the world to hear about what's going on with Paul Roberts. And uh, things you're thinking about, wondering about, needing conversation partners for um,
1: looking. Yeah, there's always a lot stirring. Uh, I mentioned at the beginning that um, I'm evolving, that my uh, sense of of identity is, uh, of vocational identity is evolving, and um, I can, I'll, you know, we don't have time to get into all that, nor is it is it uh you know maybe not really all all that interesting but for me um i've really been considering what it means to be a priest okay um in the sense of uh the way priests have in various cultures uh, um kind of uh uh been sort of the, the the sage right um the shaman sometimes the healer right and uh i've been looking at uh the work of um john mbt um and, and and even walter Brueggemann mm-hmm. on um this role that yeah. uh, i'm i'm feeling i'm feeling called to so more about
0: that. Oh, gosh, we got to have another show. We're going to have to have another show. <laughs> um, now that people know, um, follow Paul on social media. You, you may even see some pictures of hot yoga, which are pretty dang <laughs> awesome. Um, yes, thanks to my
1: bride, Nina yeah. Roberts.
0: Woo-hoo. Right. Yeah, we should, That's who I should have on the show next, really, <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, what a gift she is, and your family. Blessings to you. Thank, Thank you, for, you for who you are, Paul, who you are becoming, the ways you continue to come alive, the questions that you ask, the, the highlights <laughs> in books that you uh, don't forget, um, the relationships that you continue to tend all across the church and the world. Thank you, uh, Paul. I mean, I, I know I'm not just speaking for myself. There is a chorus behind me, grateful for who you are, the child of God uh, that you indeed are. Um, you, would God. you would you bless and send us as we go? Yes, thank you. Thanks for this
1: timely. It means the world to me. Um, mm. um, so, right out of common worship, it's actually my favorite. I'm going to read it um, just because. I'm a little emotional and I don't want to miss one. (laughs) Okay. Friends, go out into the world in peace. Mm -hmm. Have courage. Hold on to what is good. Return no one evil for evil. Support the weak. Mm -hmm. Help the suffering. Mm -hmm. Honor all people. All people. Love and serve the Lord, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit.
0: Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. Amen. Amen. Paul, thank you. And, and to everyone who are here or listening later, uh, know you are beloved. <laughs> that all includes you, right, Paul? And um, we look forward to crossing paths with you soon. Take good care. Bless you.